It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Got Mad Money Mike behind the glass. Eddie Fain, co-host of the show, right here, doing his job, doing what he needs to do. And the Florida Keys, Mad Money Mike down in Orlando. You won't get a more diverse operation than this, and you won't get a more split, split decision on this. This is not a show where you look to see your affirmation on your beliefs. You... Listen to this show, pick up the blitz, five two seven oh one five what's our number, Eddie? It's two six seven five two one oh one five three. But you were pretty close though, bro. Good start. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Good, Good start. start. Um you do not listen to this show thinking that you're gonna change your beliefs. Nah, I messed nope. that up. <laughs> okay. I don't think that anyone is listening to the show to change their beliefs, but you know what, Beck? We got a hell of a show tonight. You got any other comments you want to lead this thing off with, or you want me to give you a rundown of what we got going on tonight? Before you get the rundown, I just want to make sure everybody knows that this is a PG-13 rated show. Definitely. And we are going to give it to you on the real deal status. That's how it's going to happen. We got EFA here, Mad Money Mike behind the glass, and that's how it's going to go down. Boom. Sorry if you got a problem with that. I'm sorry if you got a problem with what you hear tonight. If well, you do, if you do have a problem, make sure you bring it to the table at our phone number, at our cost, at our Twitter, and at our Facebook page. Boom. I like it. Here's what we got for a rundown tonight, KB. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. We got a lot of Little trades that are going around here uh, before the draft's coming up. People are trading picks left and right, as usual. We got some new leagues. We got we got more football leagues starting up than I think I have girlfriends in my entire life, dude. So that's that's pretty impressive because God knows there's been a few. Uh, we got some Russell... money with the sound effect on that. <laughs> I don't know. I think he, I don't know if we planned that little joke there. So I don't think that he had a good one. Matt money, you got something good for that? Nope, Can't nothing on that. How about that? Yep, no, we've used that one to death. Uh, listen, but anyways, though, we got the locked and loaded picks as usual. Portland might be good out there in the West. We're not really sure yet. The NCAA tournament, Jesus, what a – this is like a debacle. If anybody is, has a perfect bracket out there, then you're out of your mind, dude. We've seen number one seeds go down to number 16 seeds for the first time in NCAA history. Uh, we got Russell Westbrook talk that Beck really is like dying to get into. We got a pissed off Vince McMahon because the XFL, his whole idea just got not only stolen, but ripped off right from out from under his nose. So we got that league that's going to be starting up. Yeah, right, right, right out from under his nose, man. It's unbelievable. We also got to update people on who in our little pool of the NCAA tournament is doing well and who just isn't because I know somebody's close to last place and it sure shit ain't me. Sorry, it's PG-13, but, you know, shit might get dropped now and then here and there. But, hey, you know where we got to start, man? Money, you want to cue that music because, KB, I'm going to throw them up. You're going to slam them down. We got the lock and loaded picks of the week. Get going up. Get them going up so I can throw them in the hoop. Let's go. Ooh, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, band yeah. around these dollar bills we're about to hand out to our listeners. That's what I'm saying, man. Let's go. 
You went uh, four out of five last week, I believe. So well done again, KB. Well done again, KB. You are making people money. And if you want to listen, some if you want more insider advice, it's two six seven five two one zero one five three. Call us up. Starting off tonight at seven oh five. Tip off is one minute away. Now there will be no Ty Lue because he stepped away as the head coach for uh, health reasons, apparently. But everybody knows that Ty Lue hasn't been the head coach of that team since LeBron has ever put on a Cleveland jersey. There hasn't been a head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, but we got Toronto, a hot, hot, hot Toronto. I believe they've won 19 of the last 21. Going to Cleveland tonight, a game to watch. Cleveland minus one. DeMar DeRozan, well, he's probable. And actually, things are updating as we speak, but it's still minus one. So Toronto at Cleveland, minus one. KB, where are you going? Minus one is a very hard a very hard pick on this game. You kidding me? Vegas giving us minus one, minus one. That's what we're deciding on. Minus one, minus one. I don't get it. Uh, there is no room for leeway right there. I will say first on, first and foremost, right here. Don't bet this game. Do not bet this game. But if you had to bet this game, bet Cleveland. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you 100%. Uh, Toronto is hot. Cleveland could care less about the seeding as they go into the playoffs. I would absolutely bet this game and go with Toronto. And I think not only is Toronto going to win, Cleveland might come out actually trying to show a little bit of something considering Toronto is the best in the East right now as we speak. But I'm going to go Toronto all day long. Moving it right along, though, we got Memphis at Philadelphia. And the reason that this one's a little bit intriguing is because, well, Memphis sucks, as we all know. And Philadelphia is a weird team. I mean, the process, trusting the process, everyone wants to trust the process. I've processed it, and I've decided that they're pretty good. But guess what? Memphis at Philly. Philly minus 13. Big number. What's your thoughts, Beck? Too big of a number, Eddie Fane. I'm right with you, dog. I don't know, though, bro. Memphis is bad. Memphis is bad. Let's not forget that. But don't forget that Marcus Saul is really old. So I don't even even know if Marcus Saul is going to play tonight, actually, to be honest with you. They have him listed as probable. I am going to go with Memphis as well. 13 is too big of a number, even though Philly's at home. Moving it right along. So we're on the same page. No, we're not on the same page. I got Toronto. You're going to take Cleveland. Or actually, I don't even know what your final call was on that. I don't really care. What what was your final call on that Toronto-Cleveland one? Just so we can reiterate, please. I said no call, but if I no had call. to make so a call, pass. I was going to make Cleveland my call. But don't bet oh, yeah, on that yeah. game is what I said. All right. Well, here's the next one. New York at Miami. Miami minus 10. This is a sleeper of a game because they, although New York's not any good, they always give Miami problems. What's your thoughts, KB? New York, Miami. One team's got a uh, discombobulated head coach. One team's got a good head coach that's put together. I'm going to take Miami in that bet. I think Eric Spolster is a little underrated. Let's roll Miami. With the minus 10 and Hassan Whiteside not playing, which I probably should have mentioned. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside go. not playing. Hassan Whiteside is out. Dwayne Wade is in. Uh, Dwayne Wade's got enough to keep it in the logistics of reality and get it done. The thing is also, the Miami Heat play a way faster game when Hassan Whiteside is not in. They put up more points. And actually, to be honest with you, I never thought I'd say it, but Kelly Olynyk has been playing um, actually pretty damn well as of late. So, well, uh, he's quick, he's good, and he's great in He's transition. not good. You know, he's, he's, he's not good. He, he's been playing well, and he, they do seem to play better when he's on the floor. I hate Kelly Olynyk. If Kelly Olynyk well, was in a train accident... If he was if he was riding the the tri rail to the stadium, uh, which I doubt he ever would be, and that tri rail went off the tracks, I wouldn't shed a tear. So later, Kelly Olynyk. But uh, I'm gonna have to go against the Miami tonight. They will win the game, but they will not cover that ten points. And moving right along, Charlotte at Brooklyn, a game nobody cares about. Pick him. Charlotte and Brooklyn. Man, more like who cares? It's the who cares um, game. Pick him. Point, dude. Charlotte, I guess. I mean, yeah, I go Charlotte too. I go Charlotte too. Let's just move along because honestly, Jesus, who who could care less? Uh, I mean, that next, was one, like the next one, final one on the docket for tonight: L.A. Clippers at Milwaukee. Wow. Milwaukee always an interesting team to kind of keep an eye on. Milwaukee minus four and a half. Who do you got, KB? But you said uh, the L.A. Clippers at Milwaukee. At Milwaukee. Something tells me L.A. Clippers are going to steal that game or at least cover. 
Okay, well, I'm going to go against the grain on that one and go with Milwaukee. And those would be your five locked and low picks of the week. That Good. number four. That number four pick was. Uh, I mean, what was week? Why did we even talk about that? I mean, no. Well, I mean, it was there. It was there. You want to you want to talk about um you want to talk about another one you want to talk you want one more pick you want a better one this is a good one actually I get I can throw you I can throw you a better one if you want I got uh, Indiana yeah 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 no yeah. no no upgrade, here we go upgrade that upgrade that because you know my you know my old saying you know all these picks and everything are just like uh, girlfriends you don't trade in your old pick until you get the new upgrade. I hope your girlfriend's not listening. Anyways, um, we got this is a good one because Indiana is actually an intriguing team to watch. So we got Indiana at New Orleans. That's a pick 'em game. Who's winning the game back? Who's winning the game back? Who's winning the game between the Indiana? I wasn't eight- listening, man, because you told me you got me all worried. You got me all worried about my girlfriend listening to the thing. Well, what's the pick again? She doesn't listen to the show, dude. So don't worry about that. <laughs> The pick okay, is the well, Indiana Pacers the... at New Orleans Pelicans. Pick the game. Pick them straight up. Your call. Oh, uh, Pelicans, 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 Pelicans. And I'm going to go against you, Pacers. You've been doing better than I have. Things will change this week. And those were your locked and loaded picks. Done. Boom. Next segment. Move it along. KB. Brought to you what? by Wild Dog Hot Sauce. Those oh, are yeah, your well, locked okay. and loaded picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Contact us to get your wild dog hot sauce or email wild dog hot sauce at wild dog hot sauce at gmail dot com. Those are oh, your gosh. picks of the week. Eddie hey, bro. Um, by the way, controlling by the, way, the show. He is the man. He is the man. Let's hear what he got to say. Where's my wild dog hot sauce? By the way, um, I've been expecting a case of this for like three weeks now, and I I've sent you my address multiple times and. Yeah, well, you gotta just like uh, anybody else, just like our sponsors. Even though you are the co-host of the show, you have to email Wild Dog Hot Sauce at Wild Hot Sauce at Gmail dot com, and you will be well compensated. Now, have you uh, you just like me have listened to the advertisement? How many times? How many times? Email wildhotsauce at gmail.com and you have not emailed this guy yet and and gotten your hot sauce? That's not on me, dog. That's on you. I feel like this dude should be emailing me, giving me not only hot sauce, but a bunch of freaking praise for putting his his stuff out here to all of our listeners, all the Blitz Brigade, all the the Blitz faithful, man. I I don't understand why this guy isn't – he has my email. Send him my way, bro. I'm not. I'm not reaching out to him for the wild dog hot sauce. Oh, if it's well, if it's good, if it's your, as good as he says it is, then, uh, let me email. let me get a freaking taste of it. Let me get a little freaking taste of it down here. Right? It's not that far of a freaking send. Send him your email. Send him your yeah. email. Why are you trying to put more work my way? Why are you trying to All put right, more I'll deal work with it my later. way? I'll deal with it later. But hey, listen, moving along, man. We got to get moving along because you know this show only goes an hour, and we got more than an hour's worth of stuff to talk about. The biggest move that happened. Um, you know, this draft coming up here, we know it's going to change so much so frequently, and we know it's going to keep on happening here, man. But the biggest pick, the biggest move that was made over the week was the uh, the New York Jets and the Indianapolis Colts doing a little switcheroo. And what the Jets did here is just – I, I just I – I'm really curious what Jets fans feel about this because let me give you the, the actual logistics of what well, happened Well, before here. we get into that, we got a caller online. Let's go to the caller. It's Call called Driven Joe. Joe. Bring that blitz, boy. I'm on there. You're damn right. Who's this? I I don't know why you keep asking. Why do you keep oh, asking? You're, we, we get you on the air. We get you on the air every time. Columbus from Brandon, P1 listener. This is caller-driven show, so I can change the subject. At damn any right. time. You direct the course of action that happens here on Picking Up the Blitz. You and the callers. I, I but, do want to. I do want to. I do want to hear what Eddie the, had to say. You got to promote the I phone I did want to hear what too. Eddie had to say, but I've got the. Uh, I, I want to change the subject for an anniversary that I think maybe your listeners, uh, some of them may be aware of it, uh, but we all need to be aware of it. Uh, Fifty-five years not. ago. 
55 years ago. Somebody died, uh, I can tell. No, yes. 55 (laughs) years ago on Saturday, that would be the anniversary, there was a welterweight championship fight in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Benny Kid Paray was the uh, reigning welterweight champion. Emil Griffith was the challenger. They had exchanged the title back and forth through three fights. This, I think, was the third uh, fight. Uh, Griffith went down in the sixth round, but in the twelfth, at two minutes and nine seconds, uh, he caught Paray on the ropes, and in the most blazing speed of, of punches that anybody had ever seen, 25 punches that came quicker than anybody could, could count at the time, had to go to slow motion to count them, uh, put, knocked Perret out uh, and uh, dead. Uh, he, was, uh, he, he didn't die until the 3rd of April, but he never regained, never regained consciousness. Wait, wait, wait. So he, he literally was killed in the ring. They brought him to the hospital, no, he, and then he was put on life support, and then, the he, and, then he, and then he didn't make it. Essentially, yeah, essentially. There, there was a brain surgery operation in the hospital, but he never did regain, never did regain consciousness. Jesus. Boxing, huh? Uh, it was, it was uh, you can see it uh, on, on YouTube. They're, they're good, good films, uh, good films of it. But I... You know, with injuries, injuries today in football and basketball, I I, I myself uh, turn away from them. I, I can't I can't bear can't bear to watch them. I, I saw this at the time, uh, and it is it is it is truly it is truly horrific. There was nothing illegal about it. The referee was late in stopping the fight. Ruby Goldstein was the generally regarded as the best referee in the fight game uh, at that time. Actually, had a reputation for stopping fights a little too early. But Griffith slipped out of control, uh, and uh, Goldstein couldn't or wouldn't stop the fight uh, in in time. Uh, can you was, give us the names a, of the fighters one more time, Columbus, so that uh, Matt Money can go ahead and throw that one up on the Blitz website? Because I feel like this is something that some people are going to really want to see. And I mean, I'm not trying to say that as a jerk because you know somebody obviously lost their life as this was happening. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, what, 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 what were the name of the fighters or the name of the fight and when this happened? One more time. It was the 24th of March, 1962, Madison Square Garden. Uh, the welterweight champion was Benny Kid Perret, a Cuban-American, P-A-R-E-T. And the challenger, former champion, was Emil Griffith. Um, Griffith lived until 2013. Griffith finished with an 85-win, 24-loss uh, record. Uh, but Perret only lived a week or so after uh, How do you after think the that- fight. How do you feel about that if you're a person and you, you literally knock somebody out so viciously in the ring that you end up taking their life? I mean, it's it's something that, as a boxer, I know boxing isn't what it used to be, and I think that you are a pretty big boxing aficionado. I know that you really love the sport, and I'm going to ask you one more question here after you answer this one. But how would you feel if you're that dude and you know that you took you took another man's life in the ring? And, and essentially, that's got to stick with you forever. I mean, can you imagine what that guy went through, considering that he lived until 2013, and that you know that kind of always had to kind of sit there and as a nightmare, so to speak, uh, you know, for the rest of his life. No, I can't. I can't begin to imagine. I don't think anybody who hadn't been in that situation uh, could. Perret, uh Griffith went to the hospital several times uh, after after the fight, but Perret's family wouldn't let him in the wouldn't let him in the room. Turned him away. Uh, yeah. And it, it must have stayed, I'm sure it stayed with him uh, the rest of his uh, the rest of his life. But he continued to fight. He 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 had a lot yeah. of he had a lot of fights after 1960 oh. after 1962. You just you just think that, that that sort of thing would kind of stick with you forever. And my next question before I let KB take over, because I'm sure he has a few for you, though, is as we're talking boxing right now, which, again, completely has derailed us from what we're doing. But like we said, caller driven show multiple times. And I love when you call in with some stats like that, that things that we don't know about and, and definitely YouTube highlights that we're going to have to check out. Um as it stands right now, the state of boxing with Floyd Mayweather doing his antics, he's he's a, he's, he's done. I mean, the Conor McGregor thing, whatever. We've already talked about that. We 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 buried that one. That one's done for. Um, so I guess the next best thing is going to be the Triple G uh, Canelo Alvarez fight, which is still going to go on. Although Canelo Alvarez tested positive for PD steroids, but he says it was just bad meat that he ate uh, down there in Mexico. I mm. you know. 
It, it, nobody really is buying that, whatever. I, at this point, I could care less about PD, PEDs or the use of them by any athletes. If you want to you know, give these guys as much as they want, man, if it's going to make the sport more entertaining for me, if that's my personal opinion on it. Um, these are the two best fighters right now that are out there. Does this intrigue you as a boxing fan from back in the day? I mean, do you, or do you still think that boxing is just in a state of it's on its way out and UFC is obviously on its way up and there's just really no saving boxing at this point? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for fighters like uh, uh, Canelo and uh, Triple G. They, they are, they are, they harken back to the old days of the sport. They, 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 they're emblematic of the old days of the sport. They're the real, they're the real thing. Uh, they're all too rare uh, now. Uh, I regret the passing of, of uh, classical boxing. I sure do. Yeah, it's unfortunate. KB, you got any thoughts? Uh, you want to talk boxing? You want to start talking a little bit of draft about what these uh, New York Giants, because as we know, Columbus from Brandon got him, is well, a big Giants fan. Now that we're done fan. with Mozart and Picasso, we can get into some real deal stuff that's happening today. <laughs> Um, well, what do you want to talk about, had, man? The caller had some great points, great points, great points, and I agree with all of them. And he is our caller of the year every year. He he, he knows what he's talking about. But you got to look at the culture climate of everything that's happening today and know that there is no option but for people to lean the way of sensitivity and political correctness. And we could... Eddie, we could pick any, pick and choose any subject or issue to, uh, to to just pick apart on that on. So let's not go there, man. Where I want to go, because that because that is uh, that is time wasting, man. We would waste a lot of time on that. But that was a great call by the caller. However, all right, let's get into it. I just it. want to say, uh, one, let me let me just say one more thing. Uh, Goldstein, the referee, uh, only refereed one bout uh, after that, but he he wrote a memoir. Uh, I have not read it, uh, but he wrote a memoir that put a phrase into uh, the sports language uh, that has never gone out of the language, never will. He, he called his memoir uh, the third man in the ring, and referees in, in boxing are, ever since have been just referred to as, as the third man in the ring tonight is so-and-so. And that, that goes back to the title of Ruby Goldstein's memoir. He, w- he was a uh, former fighter himself. So he knew, he knew about being first man in the ring, second man in the ring, and third man in the ring. All right, well, with our caller bringing that to my attention, hey, we got another caller in line that we're going to get to, but – Brandon for Columbus. I mean that. That's just. I mean, I'm not gonna let it. Uh, I'm not gonna let it go unsaid as the host of this show. I mean, you got. I mean, that's. It's a fighting sport, and, and in today's cultural climate, there's a lot of people that can't deal with what goes down, and it's it's due to their sensitivity and uh, wanna wanna be wanna be wanna be politically correctness. That's uh, everybody's just got to come off. Well, come on, don't don't act like you're so sensitive. Don't act like you want to be so politically correct because you're making yourself look like a fool, like a fool. And our and our caller, our previous caller here, talking about a boxing match, prove that, and we could prove it to you on stats, statistics, and watching football games from this season. But let's go to our next caller here on picking up the blitz. Bring that blitz, Kala. Where you calling from? Bring the blitz. Bye. Hey, this is this is Don from New Jersey. Hey, Donald, hey I'm a big time Giant fan. All right, what's I, up, buddy? Uh, hey, listen, I just got back from the, the Keys. I've been living down here for a couple of years, but I'm yeah. a season ticket holder with the Giants, and I got back up here with my old time buddies, and we're kind of figuring, like, you know, what do you guys think about Beckham? Uh, be interested to see because I'll tell you what, when I got back up here. I was kind of surprised what everybody was saying. What was everybody saying up there? Uh, everybody's not pro Beckham up here. The old time fans are saying enough's enough. You know, uh, we 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 kind of we you know we kind of built everything uh, on hard nosed football, and uh, this kid comes in here now and he, he kind of disrespects the team and disrespects uh, the fans. And 
you know, we're, we're just kind of tired from it, and we definitely don't want to see him get that kind of contract. And uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of dissension going on about it. KB, KB, you want to take this one as a Giants fan, or you want me to go ahead and start with this? Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter either way. I think uh, we might be in the same uh, congruency here with the conversation. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. He uh, he's he's made himself uh, publicly uh, like not a he's good made dude. himself he's made himself more than the team, and I think that what what the caller's saying as he's back there in New Jersey now, and I think that you can agree with this, Beck, is the fact that the New York Giants are based on a certain culture of football, and this guy has with social media, with the cocaine incident of the stripper, not stri- I don't know if she's a stripper, Instagram model doing the cocaine as he's smoking a blunt or eating a piece of pizza crust, which we will never know, or if he's pissing on the ball uh, as, a, as an end zone celebration. I think that the, the New York giant culture just doesn't stand for that kind of shit. These, these antics, these, these, these shenanigans, this hood, this, it's like he's, he's acting like a hooligan. And he's put himself so far above the team that I think that with what you would agree with, I think what our previous caller would agree with, I think that what Donald from New Jersey would agree with is that it's time for this guy to go. And and it's just because if you give him the big contract and you give him the big money, how many other headaches you uh, – it's not the kind of guy that you want as a receiver to be worrying about. You don't want to have hey, to worry about you know, be out there. Not to break in on this either, but you know what? Uh, the guy's coming off an ankle injury too. Um. And I'll, I'll tell you what, wide receivers on ankle injury, I mean, the ankle's a pretty tough bone to come back from. So you don't know, you know, what he, what he's about. And the, hey, even if he is the best receiver in football, you know what, nobody's bigger than the team. Absolutely. And, and, that, and, that, and that's what he's cutting on. That's what he's cutting on. He's a perimeter player. He's a perimeter perennial all-star player. But that doesn't, that doesn't really help the team. When when the interior is the problem, he 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 can change games in one catch and run. I understand that, but you have to be systematically better as a team, and the Giants seem to understand that. And the Giants and Dave Gettleman, the new general manager, mark my words here. I'm picking up the blitz. They will not be held hostage to. Odell Beckham Jr. I definitely agree with that. Eddie, you know more than anybody on this show that as Odell Beckham Jr. made made more love to the the kicking net and all these problems that he's created, all I said was, hey, man, he's a great player. He's, He's... He's created. He can shuck and jive with the best of them. He can shuck and jive on a slant and take it to the house. But you can't count on that to win games. What you can count on is Odell Beckham Jr. causing problems that you have to uh, solve in the locker room. And when you have to solve those problems with Odell Beckham Jr. being a $110 million wide receiver, you're better off catering to your 39-year-old quarterback. And there's not – Listen, you know what? How How many good linemen can the Giants get if they trade Beckham away? You know what? The Giants' none. offensive line. Needs- none, none. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants Odell Beckham Jr. Trading Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, is not there's an option. Some, there's some place out there. Believe me, Dominic Sue's going to go to Oakland. Oakland's a fine place for, for guys like that. The NFL, you know what? Very rarely does player for player trades. Odell Beckham Jr. being traded is a is a very big long shot, almost All non-existent. How about a one-year contract? Speculation. What'd you say? But continue. continue. I'd like to hear your hypothetical theory. So continue, caller. I I I gave I say give him a one year contract and show us what he can do. First of all, show us that you're mature enough to play in the NFL and play for the Giants. And second of all, show us you're healthy. And third of all, cut out, cut the Instagram shit out. Just, just cut all the, all all that stuff. Just cut it out. Just please, Odell, think about how much money you could be leaving. Just stop with these stupid things. What do you? Who's taking the video of the girl cutting up cocaine or whatever the substance is with you holding whatever you're holding? What is the point of that hitting the internet? What good does that do for you besides one more stupid thing to get your freaking name in? What was the point of taking the yacht down there before a playoff game two years ago? What is the playoff? 
You know what I mean? Hey, did you guys hear what Chris Carter said? No, no, fill us in here. Okay, Chris Carter, you know who he is, right? The uh, all-time receiver. All-time great. Perennial pro bowler. He tried to mentor Randy Moss and and get him straight. And Randy Moss was just too too screwed up to do it. Well, he's trying to to mentor Beckham, too. Well, when you say that, I I must be in an argument of mood. Because Randy Randy Moss was a was a was a badass dude, but uh, Tom Brady got him straight. But anyway, yeah, but go, he was also uh, a great receiver. That that you know what could have yeah. been something so much better. But this Carter tried to mentor him and did a good job with him. Well, he was mentoring Beckham. He got on the radio. He got on the show the other night, and he just ripped him apart. He said, "That's it. I can't take this." He goes, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" What was the show? Oh. What was that? Speak for yourself. Uh, he, he, yeah, something. One of those shows he's on. He's a commentator and he does it. But he was, he was just yeah. like furious with Beckham. He Listen. said he's had enough with him. Here we go, guys. Real quick, um, uh, the Odell Beckham thing. We're gonna have to see how it plays out. Don, we are gonna have to go over to commercial break. We do appreciate hey. the call. Before we let you go, before we let you go, Giants are sitting there with a second round pick. KB thinks that they should trade it away. He's got a whole spiel he's about to go on for about the next 15 minutes. I can already tell it's coming. What are your thoughts on what the Giants should do with that second-round pick? Do they go quarterback? Because well, according to Beck, according to Beck, Eli has five years left. And I, I find that to be highly, highly unlikely. But they, you know, maybe they're going to revamp the offensive line. And Eli is very good at not being injured, as we know. He's never missed a game due to injury. Um, so I'm just asking, curious in 30 seconds before we cut to commercial, what you think that the Giants should do with that second-round pick? Or right, not second-round pick, second-overall pick. What I think on that is I think you got to wait and see who the Giants take in the first pick because everybody's so sold on them taking a the quarterback. All right, there's a lot of people up here that are saying, hey, this guy from Penn State, this running back, he's, he's the best thing from 20 years to come down the pipe. You give, you give the Giants a halfway decent offensive line, Eli does have four or five years left. You know, Yo, you're dreaming. What's wrong with the oh, guy you're dreaming. You're dreaming. He doesn't have four or five years left. And if it's not going to be injury, it's going to be a decline. But listen, Donald, thank you so much for the call, man. We always appreciate hey. it. Thanks for joining the Blitz Brigade. We really love your opinion. Great show, guys. I appreciate it. I'll listen to you Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. What we got, Later, what we got coming up? I like this guy. I like this guy. He's part of the Blitz Brigade for sure. Picking up the Blitz. KB, E-Fane, Mad Money Mike. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material for PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and E-Fan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Hey,
You're back inside picking the butts with Kyle Beck, Eddie Thane, Matt Money, Mike. We're holding it down for you. I hope you like sports betting. I hope you like gambling because we're here to make you money. Fantasy football, I know it's not the time, but you want to be listening so you stay in prime time and get what you need in order to win when it comes to draft time. You got to be watching these guys. You got to be watching. You got to be watching uh, training camp. You got to be handling these things. Mad Money Mike, what's going down there in Charlotte, bruh? Uh, breaking news here about maybe an hour and a half, two hours ago. Uh, looks like a UNC, UNC, uh, Carolina Panthers um, just reached one of the highest bids uh, for buying a sport or a team. Uh, $2.5 billion is the highest we got right now. And uh, the highest that was ever sold was for $2.2 billion back in 2017 uh, for what the Houston Steve Rockets. Steve Ballmer? For the Houston Rockets. I figured it would have been Steve Ballmer for the Clippers for $2 billion. Nah, Rockets for two point two. So, All right, all right, all right. Hey, now I know Eddie Thane wants to get into another subject. Wait, before, we, before we jump off of this, why would the Carolina Panthers be that worth, worth that much money? No, I understand. They're not. As, they're not. We all, wait, 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 wait. We, 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 we've all lived in Charlotte just get, just together. And the fan base is there. Don't I understand that the fan base Don't is there, but how the – just just let it drop. Don't just, go just back. Just take I Mad mean, Money's news and just say, meh, push that shit to you, the side. I mean, unless Mad Money can explain it, how would we? We don't know. Don't act like you're going to go back and know. Well, I'll, I'll tell you shows. this right. I'll tell you Ooh. this real quick. They're actually Let's valued make. by Forbes at $2.3 billion. Two point five. That's you know whoop d. It's pocket change at that point. But yeah, you're right, Fane. They're not worth two point five, but two point three. <laughs> I just wonder what what would be the, the selling point market. there because I, I I do think that the stadium sells out probably because it seems like a decent fan base. I mean, Mad Money, you lived there longer than all of us, and you are a fan of the team. It seems like there's a strong interest there, so they obviously are making revenue. Um, they have a star player and maybe an up-and-coming star player with Christian McCaffrey, so maybe. I just wouldn't think of that organization. But then again, oh look my at the God. way that... Are we talking about the Hornets or the Panthers? I can't tell. They're both terrible. <laughs> they both got Kemba Walker or, or Cam Newton, two dudes you can't trust running the helm. Kemba why Walker are we talking about good. these teams? Kemba Walker is really, really good. Can I? All right. Then why right. is he not on a better team, Eddie? Why is he not on a better team, Eddie? Because they're not going to let him go back. Because they're not going to let him go back. Because when you have a star player that you can get, that's your guy, and that's the guy that they go you're with. You're going to hold him down to Walker's numbers. Mediocrity. You're going to hold him down to mediocrity. No. Moving along from the break. I knew it was a bad idea. I knew it was a bad idea. Good job, producer Mad Money Mike. Way to let me bring this whole subject up. I knew it was going to be a bad idea. (laughs) Listen, man, before we even had the callers, I tried to drop this news 20 minutes ago. It was the biggest news that happened here. And this Beck Beck or Mad Money or callers, whoever wants to give me their opinion on this one. Mad Money, just defer to Mad Money from here on out. Listen to what the Colts have done here. Listen to what the Jets have done here. Now, the Jets have traded with the Colts, and they've moved up to get the number three pick in the draft. Okay. The Jets have also went ahead and signed, um, what's his name? Teddy Bridgewater, right? So, we don't know what his health is. Teddy Bridgewater is there. Okay. How does that make just, sense? With just what because I just want to tell you that when number three, everyone's kind of assuming that the Jets are going for a quarterback, that that's the reason that they wanted to do this. But let me give you the logistics, the logistics of exactly what happened here. So the Colts give the Jets the number three pick. That's what the Jets received. The Colts, in return, will receive a 2018 first-round pick, the sixth pick. So they dropped from three to six. They're also getting, in this draft, 2018, a second round, the 37th pick. In 2018, second round, the 49th pick. And 2019, the second round, 14... I can't remember what I wrote down there, but it's a second round pick, and it doesn't matter. So, if you're going to tell me, and as you and I both know, that that there's so many top five, top ten picks, well, more, more top five, that turn out to be bust than you ever 
you, you always forget who these guys are because every year it happens time and time and time again. And every year we find guys in the, in the second round that are superstars in the NFL. I mean, that's just what happens here. So what are the Jets doing and what are they thinking? Because now, as I'm looking at an NFL mock draft per BleacherReport.com, New York Jets, Josh Rosen, quarterback UCLA. However, the other mock draft has Baker Mayfield. That was the number one quarterback that's been taken. And as we've said 150 freaking times on this show, they don't mean shit, these mock drafts. They do not mean anything. They are ridiculous. But the New York Jets are obviously going for a quarterback. But to give up all that other stuff when the New York Jets have nothing around them to throw a rookie into the fire, considering we don't know what Teddy Bridgewater's health is, and I think they signed another quarterback too. I can't remember exactly who the hell it is, but I know that they got another guy on that roster. It, it's just... It, it it just seems like if you're a New York Jets fan, you can't be happy with this. You cannot be happy with this to give up this many picks for a guy in Josh Rosen that people are starting to get more and more down on. And not to mention, can I also just real quick give you on this, this particular NFL mock draft per BleacherReport.com, the number one overall pick on this particular draft Baker Mayfield to the Cleveland Browns so let's not take this thing with a grain of salt let's take this thing with a grain of salt because this doesn't make any sense to me uh they got Saquon Barkley way 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 down they got Lamar Jackson at number five it's it's just it's it's not making sense everybody's mock draft is basically just a hodgepodge to throw a bunch of shit out there however what I am asking you back I'm going to ask you the same thing about the New York Giants as I've been asking but if you're the New York Jets the other New York team. You think that this is a smart move that they've just made here? I'll tell you what. It's too damn hot for a penguin to be out here. Yep. The good New point. York the New York Jets have made a terrible decision. Just it, it like they sense. always do. Just like it, they always do. They jumped up to number three. From six. With with the guarantee in their mind, with the guarantee in their mind that the New York Giants are taking Saquon Barkley at number two. There's nothing in the rule book that says the Giants have to take Saquon Barkley at number two. They have a bunch of serviceable running backs. Not no, only they do don't. they have a no, bunch they, of serviceable no, 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 running no, 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 backs. No, they don't. No, they don't. Keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, they don't have a bunch of serviceable running backs. You have garbage okay, running okay, backs. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Eddie, Saquon Barkley, I hate to tell you, is not a 25 to 30 Le'Veon Bell carried the ball kind of guy. He touched the ball 20 times a game in his career at Penn State. He is not a 25 to 30 carry back. You'd like to think he is. You'd like to think he's the power back, but he is actually a home run hitter. That's what he is. He does. He can grind to small yards, but you cannot guarantee that he's going to convert the short yards. That's my statement. Okay, so then, so then, on... where do you stand? Okay, so so where you stand on Saquon Barkley is that you're not you're not sold on him, and you don't think that he's the back of the future for the New York Giants. Now, what I are am, you, hold on, no, hold no, no, on, no. hold on. Before you put words in my mouth, before you put words in my mouth, I think that Saquon Barkley is a top tier, top ten running back in the NFL. But you cannot put yourself in a situation. Where the Jets dra- trade up so highly, give up so many picks to get up to the number three spot from the Colts to the Colts. The only reason they bailed out of that spot is because they already have the, what they think is their quarterback, Andrew Luck, barring shoulder injury. The The Jets are thinking that the Giants are drafting Barkley. But in reality, what has happened is that the Jets have increased the value of the number two pick in this draft tremendously because you're either going to end up in the number one pick with Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen in the number two pick, Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen, and then in the number three pick, 
Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen? And I know that you have a strong opinion on both of these quarterbacks, Eddie. Well, if you're going to go Baker Mayfield, he's he's at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, you've been go calling it. Did you did you come out like that? You came out like you came out like I was trying to light a candle or something. I thought you were going to come out hot. You've been no, calling out. You ba- know why? You've been calling. You've been calling out Baker Mayfield for a long time. You've had his back for quite a while. Because because I think that there might be some talent there, but I think that there's a, a lot more sure things with Sam, with both um, Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Allen, Josh Rose, all the okay, all of them, okay, all no, of no, them. those guys aside, that's not what we're talking about. We're what not are we talking, about? talking about Josh Rosen. We're not talking about Sam Darnold. What we're talking about is Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. Those are the people in the third picked quarterback category. Those are what you're looking at. You know Darnold and Rosen's going one and two. But who's going three? Is I don't think that I, 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 I still don't Is think it going to be Mayfield? Okay, okay, okay. I would say that it would be Allen is going to be the third quarterback pick. I also think that Lamar Jackson is being completely underrated as a quarterback. I do not understand why Bill Polian is saying that he should be playing receiver. That makes no sense to me. Um, but between Lamar well, who's Jackson and to Bill Polian about that, everybody I mean, apparently, is, everybody this apparently, is not, this is not, Polian's old ass face is, is the reason that he's the face of football. He looks up. like this he looks like a football in his leather old face, man. Bill Polian apparently is like God uh, to everybody. Every 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 word that Bill Polian speaks is an NFL executive. It's not even on the radar. This this well, here's, this. Here's uh, the deal. Yeah, hey, I know you feel the same way about Lamar Jackson because listen, man, you called Lamar Jackson back in the day before his Heisman two years ago, and you told me, you know, and I thought he was going to get into trouble because he's so damn stupid. I mean, he's like literally illiterate. Like I I know for a fact that kid did not pass one test. In, in college, but he's a hell of an athlete. He's a hell of a football player, and guess what? He's a hell of a human being because he didn't get into any trouble. He completely played his college career right. He deserves to be drafted high, and hell, if he's sitting back there and the Dolphins now have a load of pick, give me that guy. And yeah, if you want to use him for a receiver until you realize that Tannehill is going to freaking just screw up like he's going to do, then yeah, give me Lamar Jackson. Hey, hell, I'm just saying with Baker Mayfield, man, I just don't want to be fooled with this guy. And the reason that you have caught me so off guard here, Beck, is because all day today, when I've been talking to you on the phone, pre-show, this and that, that and this, that and this, this and that, you've been telling me that the New York Giants need to trade away the second pick. That's what you, you, you are still sticking by your guns there, right? Am I correct? I'm cool with Barkley or trading away. That's now, what that team needs to do. And, uh, and, and it just caught me completely off guard because when I just pulled up a different mock draft, again, a stupid mock draft, I'm, I'm really over these freaking things, dude. I really am. You're had, telling me. And had, just, you just stop for two seconds. It had the Buffalo Bills as the number two pick. Okay? So I, I immediately started getting on the computer here to see if that was just fake news or what the hell that was, man. And apparently it is. Thank God. Because I could not have you – Three quarters of the way of this show being through, being right, and you gloating for the next fifteen minutes. I just could not have. No, it. So I that, don't glow. I'm the goat. I don't, I don't glow, glow, dude. No, you're the goat. You don't glow. The yeah, goat bullshit. don't glow. Here's the deal, though, man. Are you still sticking by your guns that the New York the New York Giants need to trade away that second pick because you don't think that they need a quarterback they because they're going to have to five more? Yeah, I'm not, done, I'm not done talking. I'm not done talking okay. yet. I'm not okay. Talking. Okay. I'm not done talking. Because you think, and Don thinks, and Columbus thinks, that that Eli Manning is this, I know he's like your hero because he won you two Super Bowls by the grace of God. He's not going to be in the league for five more years. He's had terrible seasons over the last few. Like, he's not very good anymore. So it's not the injury thing that you need to think about. It's the fact that, may, man, maybe this guy's just kind of lost it a little bit. Maybe there's a little less zip on the ball. Maybe he's not doing what he used to do. And maybe he's not capable of doing what he used to do, whether it be age, whether it be I know injury's not the issue, but, hey, man, guess what? With management benching him, I would not be surprised if they go in a different direction with either the quarterback or Saquon Barkley. I do not see in any circumstance the New York Giants trading away the second pick because Eli Manning, I hate to break it to all the Giants fans, is not going to be your quarterback 
for more than three years. Three more years, maybe. I'm going to give it two, and that's about it. And he might, he might finish his career somewhere else, but he's going to be a giant for about two more years. Tops three. Don't give me five or six, bro. This is not Tom Brady. This is not the New England Patriots organization. Even though you guys are the ones that beat them, you guys are the ones that have shoved it right in their mouth. This is it, it, Eli's thing is coming to an end faster than all of you seem to realize. And now I'm done. Now you can speak. Okay. Listen. You should know. Look at what's going down in Miami. Don't don't do you that. Guys, don't you guys are ha- you guys are <laughs> you guys are hoping. Don't you just guys change the subject? No 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 no. It's a complete. Don't do that. It's a completely. It, we're talking about not a comparison, an analogy. Come on, get the hell out of here. You can't do. You can't just go. Oh, but well, Giants but fan. Think about it. Think about it. Guy. If if you if you are a team that's like Miami, then you are still looking for a quarterback because Ryan Tannehill has proven nothing to you. He's not done anything to you. He's not done anything for you. He has only gotten injured and learned and earned zero respect from anybody on the team. Eli Manning has had a home in that New York Giants locker room. For years, he's a two-time Super Bowl winning champ. He's a two-time Super Bowl MVP champ. This guy, I, I, and Eddie, you said three years max. If he has three years, great, great. That's all. Yeah, when we you guys need five, you're out of that's, your minds. That's all we need. That's all yeah, we need. Give me, keep, give me three. Give me three. Five. But keep saying five. Every, every one of you guys but, keep saying five. Like, what do you get down to the brass tacks? Let's get down to the brass tacks of the situation. Is that when the Jets traded with the Colts to move up to the number three pick, they did that in their minds with the idea that the Giants were going to take Saquon Barkley at number two and they would get their quarterback of choice, either Sam Barkley or Josh Rosen, at the number three spot, whoever the Browns decided not to draft. What is going to happen in reality, I think, in this year's draft, is I think this year's draft is a very high-caliber quarterback draft. And I think that people... We'll move up. Arizona will move up. Uh, the uh, somebody will move up and take that pick from the from the Giants to beat the Jets to their pick. Okay, but, listen again. Again, we got we got to drop it. We got to drop it because we're running out of time. And we could talk. We could talk about this until we're blue in the face, man. Because it it, it makes no it makes no sense. And right, well, let's, hop gonna, over to the, let's hop over to the NBA. There you go. Let's Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, get your last night. Again. Last night. Last night, the Boston Celtics uh, beat the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, 199 in a uh, very close battle. The discrepancy and why we're talking about this right now before the show ends, Eddie, is because Paul George hit three, Carmelo hit two threes, and that was supposed to decide the game. At the, towards the end of the game, Carmelo missed two free throws, which caused... Boston to get an opportunity to hit a three to win, which Marcus Morris hit to win at the end of the game. Now, I've given that to you in pretty blunt terms. I want your breakdown on those three schmoes of players. Well, it just kind of sucks the fact that um that they just can't seem to make it work out there. And I think that you're right when you were talking about just Russell Westbrook, how much he stat packs, and it's it's just stat padding, I guess you you should say. Uh, the guy's a, a phenomenal player, one of the best in the league, plays harder than hell every night. It, people can't play with him. People can't win with him. Uh, Carmelo, I mean, he's, he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Carmelo just wants a paycheck. Yeah, Carmelo just wants a paycheck. But Paul George is gone. He will not stick around OKC. Paul well, George. Wait, go back to go back to Carmelo. Go, go well, back Carmelo Carmelo. Carmelo hit his two his two spot up threes. Yeah. To put him in a position to win career. the game. But okay. then he. But then he bricked two free throws to lose them the game. And do I mean, you think Car- that Carmelo, Carmelo cares one bit Carmelo, about the loss? 
You think he cared one bit about the losses he walked in the locker room? No, he doesn't. He doesn't care. Carmelo's not that guy. He's not built like that. Here's the deal. I think Carmelo does care about the loss, but I think he's not good enough to do anything about it. I don't think that if Car- – yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I, I, I just don't know what Carmelo's game is besides a, a scorer and just a lack of defense, and now he's gotten fatter and older, and he just is uh, – give me my paycheck. La, la, fucking- oh. Whoa, you went so close, Beck. It was PG-13. Oh, no, PG-13, you're allowed, you're allowed one per show, Matt Money said. The SEC allowed us one his after girl, His girlfriend, Mad Money, edited that out for the podcast. Eddie, Boom. his girl, his girlfriend is named Lala. Carla. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh yeah, that's right. But anyway, he still lives in Get La La Land. Back. He still lives in La La Land. He, he it yeah. doesn't make sense. And Russell West. We're running out of time here. Here's what it is, and I know what you want to say. So just get to your Russell Westbrook point. I want to hear exactly what you got to say. You got 30 seconds to drop it. Tell me about Russell Westbrook in your eyes. What I see for Russell Westbrook is somebody that you can uh, put on the spot and let him try way too hard because he won't use his ancillary parts of the team, and you can capitalize off of that, let him run into walls and run out of gas, and that's how you beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, and that's how the Celtics beat the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, very shorthanded last night. And we're saying right now that as OKC stands here with a roster with Steven Adams, who can play, and and, and Billy mm-hmm. Donovan, who can coach, as the playoffs approach, we're not looking at them as a threat whatsoever, not even in the top four of the West, to be honest with you. No, no, I disagree. I disagree. I think there's a big discrepancy on that. I think if Oklahoma City could find their way out the first round, they're, well, I'm taking a lot of this from uh, Chris Broussard from uh, Fox Sports. Uh, but uh, I think if Oklahoma City can find their way out of their first round, they become more they become more dangerous and more confident. But uh, they're still susceptible to get knocked out in the first round. I know we got to still get to game balls of the week. Hey, uh, baby. <laughs> And now, Game Ball is given out by your boy E-Fane and Kyle Beck. Brought to you by Gold Chains of Champagne Entertainment. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! You want to take it first, Beck? I don't know, man. Money's got to get that music rolling. We got to get that music rolling. No, I don't want to take it first. I don't want to take it first. I'm going to take it first. I got a bunch of them. I got a bunch of them. Congratulations to the FXFL, the Fall Experimental Football League. ESPN is going to broadcast those guys. Congratulations to Vic, Vince McMahon with the XFL coming out in 2020, except for the fact that, Vince, you just got ripped off by the AASC, the third new football league, the Alliance of American Football League, Charlie Ebersol, the son of Dick Ebersol, Big Dick himself, NBC executive, CBS is going to be broadcasting those guys. ESPN is going to be broadcasting the other one. And ABC, uh, I believe it also might be NBC, the XFL. Three new three new experimental football leagues. And the funny thing about old Charlie Ebersol is that he's the one that did the 30, on, the 30 for 30 on Vince McMahon, the XFL. Learned his ins and outs of how he set it up. And then went, stole his idea, went and ripped him off completely. And then went and, bought a, went and did the league, got his investors, and got it a year ahead of him. So, yeah, congratulations, Charlie. You're the dick of the day. Oh, I'm sorry. That's your father. And one more game ball goes out to the entire Florida Gators basketball team from 06-07. I forgot how great of a run those guys had. Joe Keem, Noah, Al Horford. Uh, I can't remember the rest of the names off the top of my head because I'm trying to go fast here, man. But, dude, these guys were the real deal. Two back-to-back championships. Al Horford. Al Horford. Joe Keem. Uh, and then, dude, the dude's still in his league, man. Still in the league, smiling all the time. He plays for, like, six different teams. But, anyways, I don't even want to uh, – I can't remember his name. But, either way, congratulations to those guys. That was a hell of a run. And all those dudes decided to stick around for one more year. Which Joe Keem Noah could have been the number one draft pick. Ended up going number nine the next year. But they won back-to-back titles because they loved each other and loved college so much. Your game balls, KP. Sorry I took so much time. Yeah, no, no problem. Cause mine, mine's gotta be real quick. Cause mine's going to Carmelo Anthony of the uh, what team does Butler Heller play for? This guy plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He was supposed to be a big asset to the team. Sorry, dude, but uh, you get to shoot when uh, we ask you questions, dude. You ain't, you ain't no good. You ain't, you ain't no problem, and you ain't, ain't nobody scared of you in the league. 
You hit two big threes against the Boston Celtics who were playing their scrubs. You got put on the line and you missed two free throws at the end of the game with point. Uh, I, Eddie, it was it, it was late. It was late. He missed two free throws like Carmelo Anthony. That's my game ball because I'm a Celtics fan. I, thank you, Carmelo. You missed two free throws. Thanks for the three-pointers making it tough. Making it way more easy for the Celtics to evaluate their players and move on through the future. You are the man, Carmelo. You and you and all your boys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.